objects. There I was, having a fun day at Royal Escort Races, when I get dragged away, unceremoniously dumped in a limo, and brought here to Cardiff so I can make a speech celebrating 10 years of the Staggering Stories podcast. And there's sometimes informed comments and thoughts on various matters. They've bunged me a few reddies, some cheese and onion crisps, and a bottle of Newcastle Brown Ale. So I suppose I'd better say a few nice things about them before I chuck them all in the Tower of London. There is Keith Dunn. His kneecaps represent a hazard to all Western civilization, And his wife, Karen, also known as Fake Keith. Always there with a scathing comment and a slap around the back of the head for him, should the need arise. Then there is Scott Fuller, known as Asterman. Another old queen like me, his subtle humour makes a counterpoint for the more than occasional crassness that creeps into the podcast. There is Jean Riddler, whose cockney vowels are even more pronounced than mine. Her collapsing into fits of giggles from time to time is a prompt for the rest of the podcasters to fall into an infantile chorus of Jean's having a crisis. The next on the list is Crumbly, also known as Andy Simpkins. His silly voices and alarming propensity for breaking wind during the podcast are often commented upon, as well as his snoring, which is frequently endured by his long-suffering wife Jane, also known as Fake Crumbly. Finally, we come to the brains of the operation, Adam Purcell, or as he is reverentially known, El Presidente. His editing of the podcast, his puckish, yes, I said puckish, humour, and his organisation are held in all by his colleagues and millions of devoted followers. He also has delusions of being a world dictator. Let me tell you, Sunshine, there's only room for one of those in this room. Who the does he think he's kidding? In summing up, I would like to thank them for providing their listeners with ten years of what is laughingly called fun, frivolity and jollity. Anyway, my husband Philip has just come out of hospital, so he's back at the palace recovering. So he's asked me to bring him back some grapes, a kebab and a bottle of ouzo. May God bless them all in another ten years of their endeavours, and God help the rest of us. Cheerio! Dear listeners, to this a very, very special podcast. It's the tenth anniversary of Staggering Story. Help me, help me, please. I'm trapped in a There's podcast no and can't get out. <laughs> anyway, I'm tenth anniversary Crumbery. Crumbery. I'll say this again. Anyway, I'm tenth anniversary Crumbly. I'm Jean. I'm Fake Keith. I'm Asterban. I'm Adam. And I, yes, I am in, in Cardiff, Cardiff. Yep. assaulting a moomin. Incontinence, that's not. No, 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 not yet. I'm I've got the uh, underpants. In Cardiff, uh, yeah, double layers. <laughs> Do you know how much that threw me not doing it in the right order? <laughs> <laughs> Impotent. <laughs> we are in a very hot room right now. I, I, but we've got a fan. Oh yes. And you probably here. And a twig. <laughs> a twig. Two twigs. Two, yes. two twigs in water. Yeah, apparently it's it's mint, but we think it looks suspiciously like the stuff that's in the fountain outside. So it looks like it's thing can't taste taste mint. Mm. Tenth anniversary besides, it's the news with El Presidente. Woo-hoo! 
Star Wars news. Oh, yeah. Solo's director shakeup. Remember the hoo-ha around Rogue One, a Star Wars story. In particular, Disney bringing on a second director, Tony Gilroy, to supervise the extensive reshoots. Yes, yes. I think we all stood, sat there, and went. Oh, no, 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 no. Yes. Well, bad juju. Disney stroke Lucasfilm Ooh. have taken that up to eleven now by Ooh. outright firing original directors Phil Lord and Christopher Miller from the next anthology film known only as the untitled Han Solo film. (laughs) Lord and Miller are probably best known for their work on the likes of the Lego movie, 21 Jump Street and 22 Jump Street. Dump Street. Dump Street. (laughs) Now... Now, rumour suggests that Lucasfilm didn't like their comedic take on the script. What did they really expect? Mm. With only three weeks left of principal photography, plus the more extensive reshoot time that is always budgeted into such films, Lord and Miller are being replaced by none other than Ron Howard, Happy Day's very own Richie Cunningham. Though perhaps best known these days as a director of such films as Apollo 13, A Beautiful Mind, Frost, Nixon, Willow, Splash, or Spash, as Adam (laughs) said. Cocoon, etc. Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy said of this At Lucasfilm, we believe the highest goal of each film is to delight, carrying forward with the spirit of the saga that George Lucas began 40 years ago. With that in mind, we are thrilled to announce that Ron Howard will step in to direct the untitled Han Solo film. We have a wonderful script, an incredible cast and crew, and the absolute commitment to make a great movie. Filming will resume on the 10th of July. The untitled Han Solo film, known only as the, the untitled, untitled Han Solo, Solo film, film, is still currently scheduled to hit cinemas on the 25th of May 2018. Lucasfilm fired first. Ooh. Um, I, I wish to draw uh, contention with some of the dialogue there. Oh dear. Um, at Lucasfilm, we believe is the highest goal of each film is to delight. Can you please Please explain the prequels. Then. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Dracula news. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Moffat and Gatiss want a sucker. Hey. With Stephen Moffat and Mark Gatiss both suggesting that they will sever all ties with Doctor Who when the new showrunner Chris Chibnall takes over next year. Plus, with their series Sherlock apparently on infinite hiatus, the chums have a new idea to do a Sherlock to Dracula. They plan to bring the most famous of all vampires to a TV screen near you again, using the miniseries full-run feature-length episodes format and produced by Sue Virtue and her Hartswood Films Company, who also did Sherlock. So far, so similar. At this early stage, there is no word on when the series will be set or who might be cast. Perhaps this time, they plan to hire leads who won't get too famous and swan off to Hollywood. There's a uh, website called News Thump. It's it's a satirical fake news site. Fake news? It's rather funny. Um, They've covered this extensively in in their article titled Sherlock um, Creators pledge that Dracula will also disappear up its own arse. <laughs> I, I don't see why Gatis, Gatis, whatever the Bob. heck it is, Bob, is going to several ties, because, I mean, he's a big Who fan. It's not like he's, he's involved in the programme, but he's not the showrunner or anything. It seems weird that he's going to sever ties with the programme. That seems a bit... He probably didn't say that at all. No, no he did so... the right episode. He did yeah, the that's it. But did. there was also quite a good Dracula, modern, well, modern take. It was set sort of like slightly in the Victorian era, still on Dracula not so long ago yeah. on America TV. It's, that was, was that yeah. Stars? Yeah, yeah and that was 
really off. good. I mean, in fact, mm. in it was kind of a good guy. <laughs> okay, was that set in Victorian times? It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was more okay. sort of a steampunky Victorian. Okay, so that'd be interesting. I hope they don't do to Dracula what they did to Sherlock. In that the first of it is like Dracula, and then the second and third season become less and less like Dracula, disappearing up. Yeah, yeah. Behind, yeah. yeah. STD. Itchy. Another air date announced. Oh, another really? one. Yeah. I'm almost excited. No, I'm not. It had to happen sooner or later, but finally, Star Trek colon Discovery has an official air date again. Set your diary to stun on Monday the 25th of September 2017. Yes, this very year. Not wishing to get too cocky, CBS, and therefore also Netflix, will be splitting the 15-episode series into two, just so they can be sure that they are really over the shock of actually screening some STD. <laughs> yeah, I think they'll need to lie down after that. Yeah. Yeah. The first block will finish on the 6th of November 2017, and the second block will start up again in January 2018, full year after the originally announced air date. You know what they say? Slowly, slowly catchy STD. That's, that's awful. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to say, after all this fiffing and faffing around, yeah. it's yeah, better be, be worth, worth it. it. Yeah. Yeah, 15 episodes. I know Doctor Who did it with 13 episodes within two. Nobody hated that. Yeah, you yeah. did. You only start getting into the run, then they stop. Yeah. yeah. And, spit and it's an American episode. production. They're it usually 22 20, at the yeah. least. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not, it's an American cable production but they're still usually longer than well I don't know looking at Netflix Netflix usually uh, are eight episodes long Um, what stuff made specially by yeah and American Gods that's only eight episodes actually having said that I've just finished watching the first season of um, House of Cards the American version and that's 13 episodes Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah fair enough one of the things I suppose is also with a short run it's all right when you've got an established programme and I don't mean established like in Who being 50 years but yeah. you're on maybe the third season you've got an audience they're going to stick with it if they haven't done an excellent job in those first yeah. five episodes no one's necessarily going to stick to it like for the class. second half yeah. and also, <laughs> also you had um, the first run of Battlestar Galactica that was a sort of mid-season replacement, 13 episodes. It was tightly paced, it was fantastic, it was wonderful. They then got a full season of 22 episodes and you had the mid-season drag yep. where you didn't have actual... You had filler episodes, bottle episodes. You had to find space to stretch the mm. stories. We should see, but also... With CBS, they're charging people yeah. a subscription fee to watch it. This oh, is true, right. yeah. If they stop for a few months, people would presume you stop their subscription, wouldn't they? Oh, they'd probably... No, no I doubt they'd be allowed. They may not right, come back. Can you subscribe? Per- yeah. Oh, you yeah. can subscribe. Especially if you're sp- subscribing specifically yeah. for that programme. Yeah, mm, which yeah. a lot of Star Trek fans will do. Yeah. Yeah. Stephen first. Dead. This is so sad. Yeah. Yeah. It is, isn't it? We were a bit happy that... Yeah, it brings it down. The so-called Babylon 5 curse continues to cut its way through B5's principal cast. Just the males. There's not many of them left. Yes, yeah. this time taking Via Koto actor Stephen First. He was always so cute. He died of complications from diabetes, aged only 62. No age at all. Yeah, not a good innings. Not a good innings at all. Besides playing the age of Star Ambassador Londo Malari, he was also well known for playing Flounder in Animal House. <laughs> Dr. Mm-hmm. Elliot Axelrod, a great name, on St. Elsewhere, and let's not forget his work on Freakazoid as Fanboy. Oh, wow. <laughs> to Leonard Nimoy. He quit acting in 2006 and continued to produce and direct. J. Marcus Straczynski said of his death, God damn it, a really decent, great, kind guy. 
On behalf of everyone who worked on Babylon 5, Stephen First will be missed profoundly and everlastingly. Lost Babylon 5 main cast, Michael O'Hare. Andreas Kasoulis, Jeff Conaway, Jerry Doyle, Richard Biggs, now Stephen First. All too soon. She's trying to work out who was left out of the main cast. Mm. You've got <laughs> Ivanova. Uh, Bruce Boxlight. Tarly- is it Talia? Yeah, t- yeah, yeah. And yeah, Bruce Boxlighter's still alive. I'd be it? very worried if I was him. Yeah, yeah. Bondo's <laughs> alive, yeah. Well, he can't die because he's married to uh, Laura from Little House he's on the Prairie. Who's a- oh, they sp- oh, they divorced. They oh, no. Again, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doomed. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to watch Freak as a wig now. Yeah, <laughs> Good thing I didn't read that news segment. It had J. Michael's thingy's name. <laughs> Why do you think I never bother reading yeah. the news anymore? Any addendums, anyone? I have a small addendum. A very small one. It's a joke here. Yeah. Rick and Morty have finally made it. Oh, made it oh, where? Yeah. That, that's the no, third season? No, 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 the third season is coming back. Right. They, they did Good. a. a, a a drop of the first episode on the internet. I that, finally got to see it. But we have Rick and Morty clue. Clue. They have, they have done a Cluedo version oh. of Rick and Morty. This Aww. is going to be good. Isn't it? <laughs> this is going to be inappropriate in every it's way. It's got to Excellent. be. Yes. Yeah. So presumably there's going to be a portal gun involved. Okay, I'm quite sure. Yeah. 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 Well, the weapons might be a portal. You can, you can yeah. also buy the portal gun now. Yes. Does it work? Well, I don't know. (laughs) I haven't tried opening any portals on it. Could you clarify, when you say they're going to do, is this a game, an audio, or TV? A a board game, a Cluedo Cluedo. board game. Cluedo is like what's America. Yeah, Yeah, incorrectly, because it's Cluedo here for I wasn't sure if it might be like, because it was the (laughs) film Cluedo. Your happy place. No, 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 they they are blackout board game, yes. It is. I'm just trying to read. I'm trying to very quickly read the... uh, internet as I'm doing this. But yeah, no, it's a Cluedo game, basically. Yeah. Any more? Any more randoms? Oh, oh, no. 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 Not someone we know. Yes. Oh, yes. Brian Kant. Oh, dead. Oh, dead. Brian Kant, for American chums, Brian Kant TV was American a children's chums. TV legend in the UK throughout the 60s, 70s and 80s. If the man had told us to slaughter our parents and charge on the city, we would have done it. In the nicest possible way. way, Because he was a lovely guy. His voice makes us all sob with nostalgia and yearn to get... Loo rolls and poster paint yeah, and make yeah. a rocket. Sticky back plastic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so Peter, he did no. play no, school. He did play school, play away, and Jack Nori. Oh, Jack and Nori. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he was also in Doctor Who. Yes. Was he really? He, he was. was. Right at the beginning. In the Unearthly Child. No, no, not he, that he far. He was. <laughs> not that far. The Dominators. Yeah, the Master Plan. Yeah, it was. Um, oh. Yeah. The, the, the one-off. Mission to the Unknown. Thank you, that's it. Mission oh, to the wow. One that we can't watch, one I'd really like to see. Yeah. And also the voice of Cabwick, Green, Trumpton and Chickley. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. One, two, three, four. Hugh, Hugh, Hugh Barney McGrew, Cuthbert, Dibble and Grub. I won a pub quiz on that question. <laughs> Not me on my own, but my team did. Yes, I have to say anyone who... Enough! <laughs> Anyone who isn't in, in the UK, on Radio 2, when they announced this, they said, all together now, pew pew, and they went silent. You could always hear the rest yep. of the country going, Barnaby <laughs> Groog! <laughs> in case you're wondering, they're the names of the firemen 
from They were the same universe. It's been a it's been a it's been a bad couple of months for um children's TV from the seventies that you were still safe to watch. <laughs> well, with the loss of John Noakes as well. Yes. Yeah. American Chums again, look up John Noakes because he was Awesome. The man was a health and safety nightmare. We loved him. (laughs) These these are probably the equivalent of of, uh, for American listeners, the people who worked on Sesame Street and that when you they were growing up. And not Bill Cosby. (laughs) (laughs) He <laughs> <laughs> was 83 You'll give him that I will, I'll give yeah. him that When you, get to, when you yeah. get to 83 right. You're going to be like, but I'm still young <laughs> No, no, I'll be lying there I'm alive, I'm alive He wasn't the only play school Link to Doctor Who no. We had oh. Chloe Ashcroft oh, from yes. Resurrection of the Daleks. Peter Purvis. We, we Peter had the Purvis clock snatched. that cancelled Sharda. We did. <laughs> <laughs> did Peter Purvis ever do play school? Mm. No, I don't no, think no, he did. He was, he was yeah. Peter. Another Peter. There is one more here. Yep. If this is another death, I'm going no, to be very no, cross. It's, it's the one, it's this the one that good. you got interested about. Derek Jacobi is back. Yes. As the war master. The yes. war master. Oh, See, when finish. you said it was the total opposite of a death, I thought, Derek Jacobi's had a baby. That's <laughs> <laughs> hell. From the dead, kind yeah. of. Yes. <laughs> so is he going into the war doctor then with... Who's going to be the war doctor? There is no, no war no, doctor no, anymore. No, no. no. It feels a bit like this series is taking over from the war doctor. Right. Yeah. But war it's war called war master. It, it's yeah. such a shame that like, they didn't actually get them together. Oh, yeah, it would have been wonderful. Been, yeah, yeah, that would have been glorious. However, having said that, listening to the talking book, Engines of War, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Nick Briggs does an excellent John Hurt. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. Oh, well, I remember, Scott, you know you kept asking me if I'd, I'd listen to Creatures of Beauty. Oh, yes. I'd yes. listen to it now. Wow, that's tough going. It is, isn't it? That's really tough it's going. It's all in the wrong order. It's, co- it's completely up in the air. It's very dark. Mm. Is that the one where Nyssa gets Oh, beaten? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then the end. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, am I at the beginning of the audio? Yeah, well, it, it ended, and I'm like, well, that was awful. Is that the end? And it was. <laughs> As you were saying, the anyway, carry master. on. I just thought I'd mention no, I that to say Scott. That stage is out in December 2017. Oh, Christmas present. Yeah, listen, listen to the trailer. Listen to the trailer. Okay, and, trailer. We, and yes. wait for the next series of Vicious, where Ian McKenna's, ca- McKenna's ca- uh, character will be going on and on and on about how he's been asked to do this special audio play that everyone loves, <laughs> <laughs> playing <laughs> Jacoby's other half in it. Shall yeah. we agree now? that none of us will buy each other this for Christmas or we're all going to end, end up with up the, the same, same present. Yep. <laughs> we'll just buy it for ourselves. There's <laughs> to be four stories in the, the box set. Yes. Okay. Well, I think War Doctor was three. three. Yeah. Perhaps they're doing four in case, you know, in case it's a curse and he dies. <laughs> You've just killed Derek Jacobi. <laughs> How's Tom Baker doing, Adam? Pickled. Pickled. Right, we have a new game, a really exciting game. Ooh, exciting, exciting one. Is That's a promise. Name that door. <laughs> I can't contain my excitement, really. Wow. Um, you know how good I am with doors. Oh, you're very good yeah. with doors. George doors. And I've had many slammed in my face, so you're an expert. Oh, oh, you're you're a witness. Witness. So I will play a sound of a door, and you have to guess 
Not really. Guess you should know. They're obvious. Okay. okay. You tell me what it is. Okay. okay. Just, just put our hands up or, or make a noise. Probably. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> me. Let's, no, let's, wait, let's wait until the noise is finished before you. Uh, okay. Right. Let's okay. let's face it. We're not yeah. going to stick to our own set rules. <laughs> no. So you know why even bother? <laughs> okay. We ready for the first one? Yes. Okay. Sorry for an easy one. Ooh. Mm. Do that again. <laughs> Definite resonance yeah, there. Is it there. Classic door, if ever there was one. A classic, classic door. door. Oh, I'd say so. That's, oh, yeah. It's it's not a cloister room door. It's not a cloister room door. No. Is it the door to the cyber tombs? Oh. Oh. No. <laughs> 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 that was a hatch. That was a hatch. Yeah, but it can, can be classed as a door. door. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is it classic Trek or classic Who? Neither. Ooh. Oh, okay. Okay. Is it a sci-fi door? Indeed. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Is it a British sci-fi door? It is. Oh. Is it a Blake Seven sci-fi door? No. Sapphire oh. and Steel door? No. Doctor Who door? No. 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 I think it's the door to Danger Mouse's garage. No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was good as well. Is it? Oh, is it the trap door from Trap Door? No. <laughs> I have no Just a minute, idea. we've got to go through this. It's a not a Doctor Who door. Nope. No. no. It's not, not a Blake door. Seven door. No, no. It's not a Sapphire and Steel door. Indeed not. Is it, is it a Tomorrow Person door? I was just about to say no. that. No. Okay. Okay. Is it a Neverwhere door? No. no. Is it a door from the 70s? No. Is it from... a door from the 80s? Yes. Oh. Okay. Mm. A British door... Door from well, Metal Mickey was British, wasn't he? Yeah. Kind of. yeah. Was it his Just, door? No. no I, don't think door. I don't think he had any door. I think he had a bedroom. I'm sure it had a door. Okay. Mm. So, oh dear. So it was. An, <coughs> yeah, you coughed on my arm. <laughs> no, so it was an 80s British sci-fi door. Mm. Oh. I'll make it even easier. It's from the first episode of that series. That we don't right. know. We haven't yeah. named the yeah. series. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Come on, an 80s British sci-fi show. Is it a Hitchhiker's not... Door? No. Oh, that's not Doctor Who, Hitchhiker's, Blake Seven, Sapphire and Steel, Trap Door. <laughs> so any Danger other Mouse. Mouse? Danger <laughs> Mouse. Um, hmm. Tripod's Door. No. Oh, oh well remembered. <laughs> Good grief. Are you uh, sure? Day of the Triffids? I'm sure it's Day of the Triffids? No, it's isn't it? UFO? Can we have another clue? What, what colour? What shape was this yeah. door? I'll give you a colour of red. The red. door was red. red. No, not the door. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. It's a red dwarf door. Yeah. Ah. Oh. Is it, is it the, the, is it the door to Starbug? No, no, no. It's the door to the stasis cube. Yep. Yay! Yes! Right. Took no time at all. all that out yeah. and yeah. you got straight it away. straight <laughs> away. Okay. <laughs> okay. After that, uh, success. Yay! <laughs> well done, Keith. Thank well you. done. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. No, that's a much easier one. Is it Arthur Dent's door as he's leaving to go to work on the day that a bulldozer pulled up outside his house to knock it down? No. Oh. Okay. Is it a Postman Pat door? No. There's very little sci-fi in Postman Pat. Is it Aunt Vanessa's door? From Logopolis? No. Oh, good try. Okay. Doctor Who door? No. There's definitely a knocker there. There is definitely a knocker. Hitchhikers? No. Oh, 221B Baker Street? No. Oh. Right. 70s? Is it a famous no. door? Not particularly. Okay. 80s? <laughs> yep. 
Okay. Oh, God, here we go again. British-American. British, <laughs> One of those. British. <laughs> no. American. Okay. American. So, so it's an American knocker. Mm. <laughs> and they were definitely... Naya, come on. I need psychic resonance from you. You'd have to resonate back through time. Naya can do anything. Okay. Not just TV either. Mm. Back to the future door. No. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> Lost in space door. Let's get a classic film list out. Oh God. Um, this is a hard go. Yeah. Let's have another clue. New York. Ghostbusters door. Friends. Yep. Oh, it's a Ghostbusters door. It is. It's the door to the um, the fire station where they live. It's no, no. Dana's apartment. Lewis, Lewis Tully's door. It is Dana's apartment. Oh. oh. Scotty. Yeah. Oh, she slams it in Vicky's uh, face. That's right. You said this was an easy game. Yeah. All right, then. <laughs> yeah, but he's, he might be a bit easier. He's, he's got making, the answer. Yeah, he's making it up as he goes along. <laughs> of course it's easy for him. Ah. Pitchhiker's got to be glad to be of service. Although that did actually sound like those things from Toy Story that were in the hand grabber thing. I thought it was Strangers ET. Strangers from the outside. Which we had a go at. We early, did. And we lost. failed. Now you've got the hang of it. Yeah. Uh oh. You're going to do some harder yeah. ones. Yeah. No, it's easy. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> There's a screwdriver in there. There's a Doctor Who doll. Is it the Pandorica? It is the Pandorica. Yay! Yay! I'm sad. (laughs) No one argued with that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I know what that is. Yeah. Is it from Aliens? No, no. no. I was going to say Jurassic Park, but I was wrong. Do it again. It sounds like it's from Alien, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, You sure it's not from Alien? I took the video clip myself, it's not for me. Is it the Aliens? Sol- no. Sol- oh, no. <laughs> I was going to say the Solarco door. No, it's not no. a film. Hmm. It's a TV series. Do it again. Oh. It sounds very industrial, but it's really not. Hmm. I am really going to hit you. I'm going to make that fan disappear so far up your chuff. Let <laughs> 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 um, still keep you cool, Gene. <laughs> okay, British show? No. Nope. American, American show? Yep. Okay. 90s? Yep. Is it Star Trek door? No. Nope. Is it Stargate door? No. Nope. Is it Farscape door? <laughs> no. <laughs> Is it Owl's door? No. Nope. Oh. oh, that's very good. Yes. It is very familiar. You yeah. should have kept letting me interrupt you. <laughs> <laughs> so, an American series from the 90s. Yep. Is it the back of a of a of a ship like Firefly? Nope. But Babylon Firefly. Five. Yep. Oh, it's Babylon, Babylon Five. five. <laughs> it is a Babylon Five door. Do you wish to right. name that particular door? It's in the docking bay. No. <laughs> it's in Kanicki's Kanicki's. It's not in the docking bay. <laughs> <laughs> it's an ambas- ambassador. Is it the bridge door? It's the door to Kosh's zonk out zone. <laughs> the door to engineering. It just ain't 
Just the door. Just the door. Just the closest door. Just the closest door. Of all of us? Garibaldi's. Garibaldi's. Stephen first? No, no, I think it's just generally a door, he said. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure which one in particular. Well, I, I'm just wondering if he's going to be pedantic and we have to narrow uh, it down. I think it's okay. the same for everyone. Okay. I'm going to say, it's a fair assumption. It's not a yeah. very relaxing sounding mm. door for a quarter. No, no, no really. It's you it's expect. Logan's run. Is that an error message? Not Logan's run, no. Is that still? No. Tomorrow, people. No. Is that the doorbell like or the, the door opening? That's actually the door opening. Hmm. Uh, what does this door look like? <laughs> a, a door? Bubble? <laughs> a rectangle <laughs> hole in the wall. Do we? Yeah. Trying to pods? Nope. No. Give it on repeat. <laughs> we, we went for Blake 7, didn't we? Yeah. The adventure game. No, no, no. Okay, no. right. Film? Nope. TV series? Yep. UK? I would say so, though others may disagree. Ooh. Controversy. Set in the UK? No. Set in space? This bit of it, yeah. Usually set on Earth? Yeah. Usually set in the US? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, um, oh. Jerry Anderson Star Cops. Uh, uh, nope. I think Jerry Anderson Star Cops was called Star Cops. Well, it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Yeah, that's what I was doing. Okay. Seventies. Space, space pieces. Seventies. Yeah. Okay. Seventies made by the British but set in the US and in space. Occasionally. It's definitely not UFO. 70s. Then. Mm. So, Space 1999? No, no. V. Hmm. Mm. And it's a series. Yep. Did it have more than one season? It did. Did it have more than one door? I believe it did. <laughs> Did they all sound like that? <laughs> no. no. Ah. Ah, so this was a special door. Would you describe this door as one of the butcher-sounding doors? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Not really, no, no, no. Name that door. Was it a door to a jail cell? Nope. Was it a door to a brothel? No. Possibly. We need another clue. Uh, okay, it's a metal door. This series had a lot of British guests. Were they always playing baddies? They played themselves, mainly. Oh. So is this something like <laughs> the, something like <laughs> something like the adventure game? Not really. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm glad that was cleared up. <laughs> so they played themselves. So if Jolly. like Scott Fuller had been on it, he would be playing Scott Fuller. Yeah, usually mm. not all the time, but usually. What the Muppets? Yeah. Oh, oh Muppets! <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Shoot me now! <laughs> the door, the bridge, the swine trek. <laughs> just suddenly oh, came to me. God. Uh, sorry, after three, what series was that from? <laughs> Pigs in Space! Okay then, easy one. TARDIS. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, Star Trek The Holodeck. Ah, uh, yes. Or Eddie Star Trek Next yeah. Gen, Star Trek. The Holodeck. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's actually the cargo door, but I think sound sound effects was Yeah, and any yeah. big door was yeah. that sound effect. It was, it? correct. Oh, you're really getting in the hangar now. <laughs> Say again? There is a slidiness about that. Yeah. Yes. yes. That's a dragging furniture. The beep is a button being pressed and yeah. you've got a slide. Mm. I, I know what that is. I can't. Oh, gold. Okay. Is he repeating himself? Let's, let's go through oh. this again. <laughs> is he repeating himself? Is this another red dwarf door? No. Right. Is okay. this a hitchhiker's door? No. It is not a Doctor Who door. It is not a Doctor Who door. Okay, right. Here we go. <laughs> Film. No. TV series. Yeah. UK? No. 
America? Yeah. 70s? No. 80s? No. 90s? Yeah. Okay. TV series, America, 90s. Earthbound? No. Set in space? No. Ooh. Ooh. Set on another planet? No. Set on Earth? Yeah. I just said Earthbound. Oh, I thought you were doing a particular programme. I don't know. <laughs> Doink. Underwater. DSV. Uh, I don't recall any being set underwater in any particular episodes. Oh, okay. Okay. Not okay. DSV. So it's an Earthbound American series from the 90s. Is it set in the future? Partly. Hmm. Do it again. Oh, There's a comic element to it. Yeah. It sounds like a it does. Would that be uh, Al's door to the holographic suite in Quantum? It would. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it would be in there somewhere. <laughs> we don't get it for ages, and then you get it so specific. <laughs> <laughs> Stargate? My definition of door is perhaps being stretched in a minute. Not it Stargate. A gate, a bulkhead? It's a uh, gateway, I suppose, more than a door. Oh, is it the oh. jump gate? No. no. Uh, would it be the portal from uh, Sliders? It would. Oh. Oh. I'm showing my real sadness. What a geek. What a geek. Keith, without you, we'd be losing. We yeah. would be. Penultimate one. We're then. all actually losing. Yeah. Just in another way. Just, yeah, it is. Just by being here. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely needs oiling. Oh. Stargate. No. That's quite a vicious shutting door. Like that sounds familiar. Yeah. Okay, after three. <laughs> Film? Yep. US? Yep. Well, yes. Okay. <laughs> Alien? No. Mm. No. Serenity? No. Anything from the Alien oeuvre? No. <laughs> Galaxy okay. Quest? No. 70s? Yep. Star Trek? No. Mm. Okay. 2001? No. Star Wars? Yep. Oh. Uh, new ho- oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yep. It's the thingy from the jobby. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, it's that. I can bloody see the door. Yes. Is it, is it, is it the, 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 the big monster? Is it? It's Star Wars. Yes, compact, compact. No, it's where. It's no, the it's the door to the prison block. Yep. Yes. It's a, it's a blast door. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> kind of British because it's filmed here. We, 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 got, we got that. Final one then. Oh, God. Thank <laughs> heavens. Star Trek? Yep. Next gen? No. Original no. series? Yep. Any old door? Yep. <laughs> I got one! <laughs> You're an arse. How much more fun can you have, eh? <laughs> Name that. Right, let's make a list. <laughs> the Toenail <laughs> chomping? <laughs> Penis and mangle spring to mind. Well, they didn't, but, you know, whatever. Dear listeners, we've all been watching television. Yes, we have. What have we been watching? Love Island. Then what did we watch? (laughs) Doctor Who? Pause for music. Another awesome episode. If we could take the three-parter out of this season, it would have been an awesome season from beginning to end. (laughs) It was the draggy part of the season, wasn't it? The The three-parter, yeah. Sorry, not the three-parter, the trilogy. I'm writing a mini-arc in the middle of this. But this was refreshing. This was set in Scotland. Yeah. And this um, episode gave us... Possibly the best line ever uttered on television in the history of television. Death. 
by Scotland. (laughs) (laughs) Which alienated a quarter of the British Isles. That's all right. They want to to go anyway, so, you know. Is Rona Munro Scottish? It sounds like a Scottish name, doesn't it? Rona Munro. Young little Rona from up the road. (laughs) Oh, God, that wasn't a Scottish accent. That's okay. You, You can edit it out. Okay. I think you've just insulted anyone that happens to be listening to us from Scotland. Well, some people have uncharitably said that she killed the original series. And what, no. she happened to really? write the last episode? <laughs> I have to disagree with that. And I, technically I, it's only the last episode because they showed them in the wrong order. Yeah, well, yeah. they filmed the last. Yeah. yeah. But also, I think this is probably the lowest rated overnight Doctor ever, isn't it? But as we discussed last time, the overnights mean absolutely nothing. Really mm. This no, is a really. totally oh, different it, era. Um, the, the Ice Warrior one had exceptionally low overnight ratings, but overall, it's been the, it was the most watched thing that that night. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I like the fact there was a lot of location work on this. Yes, it looked yeah. very different, felt quite refreshing. In fact, at one point, it looked like exactly the same place in supposed Scotland they filmed Tooth and Claw. Mm, oh, it did, didn't it? Yeah. Probably was. Yeah. Same part of Wales. So anyway, we're in Scotland. Yep. And there's some standing stones. Why are we in Scotland? Because that's where the that's story's just settled. No, to settle the argument between Bill and the Doctor as to yes, what happened to the... the, the ninth, ninth, ninth oh, the Ninth Legion. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, this is another companion who's got a thing for hot Italians. <laughs> mm. So anyway, we start off with a couple of small, sweet children. So naturally, Roughly given the, day. Given yeah. the yeah. way this season has gone, we assumed they were going to die. Yes. yes. But yeah. they didn't, but the little girl realised... But the, the hill was singing, and isn't that strange? She could hear the music. She could. Then the do- Dr. Bill and Nardole, or the crows, the crows. Mm-hmm. We weren't optimistic when the crows appeared. No. Oh, ah. mm. The talking crows. The crows, yeah. the crows could talk. Mm-hmm. They yep. said doctor. We, we weren't too sure at home. Me and my dad were watching, and maybe the volume dipped at some point, but we thought one of them called Nardole a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> crows are not the sort of creatures that can be tamed and taught what is and isn't appropriate to say. Not uh, even BBC crows. Not even BBC, BBC crows. Neither can ask them in. There again, they were enough like. Yeah. Than the one that hit Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah. But there again, the crows were nursing a monumental half after the proceedings. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, maybe they look more realistic because they were real crows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a wild guess. Anyway, long story short, Weird creatures got through portal. You know it. You saw it. Ninth Legion stuck underground. Some of them dead. Quite impressively dead. Bill, of course, the first thing they all do is split up. Yeah. 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 Well, they're looking for the Ninth Legion. Yeah. Bill finds the Ninth Legion. Or what's left of it? There's not a lot left of it. Meanwhile, the Doctor works out as a temporal portal, disappears for what he thinks is a couple of seconds. Yeah, he's been away for a couple of days. Couple of days. Yeah. At which point Nardole has become one with the savages. He's great shape I like, like the story he was telling to the kids about the ambassador on board the Marie Celeste. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he got indigestion when he tried eating a lifeboat. Yes. yes. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed this episode again, as I've probably given the impression. Mm. My only major bugbear was with the actual creatures themselves. I mean, they just look like dinosaurs with funny tongues. I, and uh, <laughs> sort of dreadlocks. I thought they looked a coloured ribbon that glows yeah. in yeah. the dark. <laughs> I, I thought they looked a little bit like a cross between um, a large kind of hound with a squid face. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Also, it reminded of the, uh, the hellhounds. Yes. The yeah. But the good yeah. thing about it, the thing I liked about it, is yes, the, the beastie didn't look that impressive. 
So we didn't actually get a decent shot of it. And I, I think we could have done with seeing less of it. Just, yeah, the, just yeah, the tendrils but, 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 but would have but been. I think that, is that what you're saying? That they didn't overdo they the didn't look at this? It. Isn't it yeah, truly they, awful? You didn't get a good enough shot on it. It was oh, only a couple of tendrils. But you didn't so need to because yeah. it was meant to just be there and scary yeah, and that, all run away. It, yeah, I still think it could have done with one more edit to put even less there. Yeah. To leave the imagination. I was impressed by what they didn't show. They they didn't overuse it. I like the way the clams people it was a girl in charge I would say woman but she was very young (laughs) and also as another Rona Munro script it was very survival in that there was a gateway to another place and there was lots of of young kids involved yeah Yeah. (laughs) I did like with this uh, there's a couple of scenes I liked on this one I liked the whole bit with Bill in the Mm -hmm. the Romans Yep. In the cave and sort of like, um, uh, yeah. I'm really sorry, but um, I I don't like boys that way. Oh, so you're like you're like Cornelius? <laughs> yeah. And then when she's and when they now found out she actually only likes girls. Oh well, they're all freaks. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But also, I love the bit when she worked out that they could all understand each other and yeah. the and the gift of the doctor yeah. or the, yeah, she thing about that is that I hadn't even realised that that hadn't been covered in the series because we're used to it being mm. covered with every mm. companion yeah. you just assume that it's been discussed but off the camera. only time it's been covered yeah. before like when um, Sarah Jane questioned mm-hmm. how come I can I don't, even, I don't even speak Italian yeah. and the doctor used that to realise there was something wrong with her yeah. <laughs> <You> <laughs> the fact she'd asked an intelligent question yeah. mm. but yeah. it would have been an intelligent question should have asked before that point in time, mm. one would have mm. hoped. Yeah, um, the guy who played the nominal leader of the, uh, you know, the children, the, the Romans, yeah, the Romans, yeah. Yeah. the uh, yeah, the deserters. I mean, I see his face looks familiar. I'm trying to think what he's been in. Star Wars, I think. Know, see, on Wikipedia, uh, his name isn't highlighted as if. Mm. I know there's a connection to Star. I can't remember what it is, but there's a connection to Star Wars or one of the Star Wars movies through this. But I can't remember who it was. So he's very new. He was quite good, though. I thought he was very good. So essentially, what happens is the leader of the Scottish rebels lets one of the creatures through to take care of the Ninth Legion. Yeah, Yeah. it accidentally kills absolutely everyone, and then they can't control it or put it back. So in order to get it back. They lure it into the cave, hit we're it with beams lots of, of light. Music. Yeah, mm-hmm. playing lots of music. Hit it with beams of light, push it back through, and, and then, then to stop it. that and loads of others coming through, they team up both sides, the Ninth Legion and the Scottish Rebels, and just take it in turns to go through. And no, they all go through. They all go through. Take them out. Do you know what I, I did like about this was... We all hear, you know, we have the old Monty Python joke, what did the Romans do for us? Yeah. And the Romans are, you know, they, they without them we wouldn't have the civilization we do now. Sanitation? But the um the Scottish tribe they took us to the other other side of the story. These were just invaders who'd slaughtered their families yeah. and mm. terrified them. So it's, you know... Well, it's actually called them robbers and murderers. They just come yeah. in, they loot, mm. and they take, take, and then kill people and run away. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Which is essentially true. But what I, also, what I also liked is when they were all together and thanks to the TARDIS, all speaking the same language. Yeah. And they all sound like children. Mm. <laughs> is this what everyone sounds to yeah. you like? To yeah. you? And it's only once everything's resolved that we go back to the little girl in the cold open that mm-hmm. hears the music yeah. runs up the hill and she survives. She yeah. did! Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that crows 
used to be able to talk, yeah. but we just stopped they, listening they to them. No, can. no, they still no, can. They're, they're we just, just can't. We don't. No, they're reciting the. Oh yeah, they're caught, they? a car. Court, car, car, car. The, yeah. the hero of the story's car, and they promise that her name will be heard forever. Mm. So crows go. Pay your taxes. All of that, we get more Missy subplots. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before we go, before we go to the Missy subplots, though, did anyone spot the little Tardis on the stonework? Of course. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was quite nice. Why? When they did it, we don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Really they, they, didn't, they don't think they actually saw the TARDIS, didn't they? Well, they might have walked. Um, well, they had two days. Uh, yeah, Nardol. Yeah. Okay, okay, I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Missy. Missy. Yeah. Yeah. Missy, was she crying? Yeah. I still no, see, I still think it, it's a big trick. It's got yeah, to be a big trick. The more she plays it up, the less you believe it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know yeah. why I'm falling for it. And I However, I, I would like to point out that this version of the uh, Master has only ever wanted to be friends with the Doctor. First time we saw her... That's true. ...she got the cyber army to give to him. That's true. Mm. But then she also tried to convince him to kill Clara when she was in the Dalek and the two... Yeah, well, she didn't well, want to be friends with Clara. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Clara's competition plus, mm. that might have pushed him over the edge as well. She, she wants to be his assistant. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or companion. Which is another reason why it makes me think that she isn't actually the master. There is something, because going through this season, she's experiencing emotions she hasn't had before. Allegedly. She, yeah, mm-hmm. allegedly. Yeah, It's interesting. So, so I'm falling for it. If, if, she, if she is bad, then she's I don't want to her. fall for it, because I know that would make me an idiot when it all turns out to be a trick. Thanks, Not Karen. that I'm saying you're an idiot. <laughs> As I spoke that sentence, I realised I was insulting you. But you didn't stop. No. <laughs> How different is that from any other sentence? It's usually Jean. Ah, OK. Oh. Daft witch. I'm not a witch. daft. <laughs> <laughs> now we're recording this a bit earlier than usual because we've not seen the next episode. We haven't. No, no we're, we're actually going to miss it because <laughs> we're having a fun time in Cardiff. <laughs> we should be watching it tomorrow. But, yeah. but it's a Cyberman episode. It's only part one. So yeah. Next episode, we'll have both parts through. So, yeah. this is yeah. the one where Bill dies and gets turned into a Cyberman, and that's how we lose about the series, is it? So, that's what you think is going to happen. All I know about Trying this next episode yep. is that the master, as in John Sims' master, has a little goatee. Mm. On a lead. Yes. That would be bad. I wonder if he's got a big legs. black collar and everything mm. like Delgado. And genuine 10th planet Cyberman. Mm. On Daisy's. Cyberman, Cyberman, which was Capaldi's wish many years ago. Mm-hmm. It was. When he first we took on the role. Yep. We, t- we saw him arguing the point with Stephen Moffat, we saying did. they'd look mm-hmm. stupid. Yeah. So looking at the photos, they're not quite mundane. No, they're missing the sellotape around the head. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the lamp on top it's is been... originally slightly chunkier. Yeah, and the uh, the plate across the groin, that's yeah, all the, been the, the weapons. Size, yeah. <laughs> the and, the, the and the ski plate. masks have been proved. Looking at the pictures, I don't think they look as creepy in the face. No. And there's also it's flesh-coloured gloves rather than actually ha- actual oh. hats. I'm wondering, is because the last yeah. time, of course, we saw them was black and white. Yes. Um, yeah. The black mm. and white lent 
a huge amount yes. of their creepiness. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I get the feeling that this is a... Cre- I, I don't know for sure, but just from what I've seen, mm. I get the feeling this is a creation creation episode. Yeah. Mm. So this is going to be them before we saw Gen- them on Genesis, Boom Moon Base. Genesis of the Cybermen. Yeah, so that, do you know that what would have been thing, nice? Yeah. Is if they'd filmed this in black and white. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. should we watch it in colour? But the minute a Cyberman turns up, <laughs> colour down yeah. the rest yeah. of the story. Yeah. But is, is it going to be Bill's last story? Is Ooh. she going to be out at not. some point? I'm really enjoying story. it. I'm loving Bill. Yeah, Bill's great. Bill's yeah. awesome. She just feels sort of down to earth, yeah. real, better written and so than they, Lara or Amy. They, 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 yeah. they also connect <laughs> yeah. on the 12th. I can relate to her more than I could with Clara. I don't want to go flying off in a time diner at the end of a season. No, no. And and as we... (laughs) I mean, this is no spoilers. As we know, the master's in this one. So, is this... No, I'm thinking of you with your spoiler version you have. Is this a case of we have got the master doing the two doctors in that he's meeting a future version of himself? Is this where we see the regeneration? Or are they not the same person? Can I I put forward a theory? Can I put forward a theory? Uh, Earlier in this season, we saw the use of a simulator. Mm. Have you seen any of the trailer? No. I'm not sure if I should mention this thing. Block your ears, because I'm editing Bl- it. Okay, block your ears. Do you want to leave the room? <laughs> no, he's got his fingers well wedged. We saw that this was, at the beginning of the trailer, we saw that this was the Doctor putting Missy through her paces. Mm. So is this all a simulation? Ah, and that is not actually yes. the John Sims Master. It's a simulation of the John Sims Master set up by the Doctor. Could mm. be. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. One, one so of the, with a maggot? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, one of the, the theories... You know this thing, I, I think, that possibly misses an avatar? Yeah, you, that you have been hammering that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but someone was saying to me, in some respects they could see how that could make sense, because if the Master's trapped on Gallifrey, uh-huh. as we know he was... Uh-huh. You could only get out of Gallifrey if you had a connection to something outside of Gallifrey. Uh-huh. And that's why he somehow, him or his followers, created this uh-huh. sort of like, you know, thing that he could connect to. He's, and he will now have been able to leave because he could have yeah. stolen the TARDIS um, from the end of yeah, time. I think you're going to point I'm, that out I'm, my problem. Though. No, I'm just going to point out that this is all going to come out after the episode's oh, come yes. out, yeah. so it just seems to... Bit no, it's fun because then our listeners can go, you all right, you all got it wrong. You got I, I, I would like to say that um, we now know that Gallifrey is now not in the time lock, but at the very, 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 not quite end of time. Yes, but they have things called time machines. Yeah, but I'm just saying, if, why, do they need, why do they need to produce an avatar if you can just leave? But it didn't at the beginning. But now we can. Yes. And he is. This episode. We had had that a lot earlier. Anyway. Well, that was a lot about Eaters of Flesh. uh, Eaters of Light. (laughs) (laughs) Well well over. Yes, we all know shortly. Yes. We already know. Yes. Um, (laughs) Adam, did you enjoy Eaters of Light? It's okay. I thought it was a little underwhelming. Um, It's fine. It wasn't bad. Did you find it it better than the trilogy? Oh, yes. Yes. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Although there are parts of the trilogy I quite liked. Yeah. It was a really dud ending. And now, another game. This one's more familiar to us all, so it shouldn't take so long. <laughs> Hopefully not. We Hopefully now not. present Things in Five Words. Oh, yes. Woo! 
or less? No. <laughs> Every bloody time. Not, not more than five words, not less than five words. Exactly things in exactly five <laughs> words. Scott. Oh, yeah, I've actually come up with one this time. Come on. Okay, here we go. Sadistic mollusk demands continuous lubrication. Mestor? No. Oh. 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 But you're in the right area. Oh. Yeah. Mollusk. Sadistic mollusk demands continuous lubrication. It's not. Um, I was going to say Lady Cassandra. Uh, yeah, no, but she's not. not a seal. 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 Yeah. Oh, well done. Yeah. Relevant because on, I bought the the, uh, the little oh, seal. Yes. Oh, was the da- was the Davros the... not there? Davros no, wasn't there. Uh, I did buy a seal last time we were mm. here. Snail, rabbit, dog, blue queen. You are looking over the top of your glasses like a total head teacher. Yeah. Snail, rabbit, dog, blue queen. Oh, you can. No, 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 no
Adam's left water in the flowers forever. Yeah. I hate you. So what was it called? Silent Running. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Starring Laura Dern's daddy, Brewster. He Sick dies Karen. as well. Yeah, he <laughs> blows himself up. <sighs> robot playing with toy dinosaurs. The giant robot? Nope. Toy dinosaur. Yep. There are two different references. You have to put them together. Is this that firefly thing you just showed me? Yeah. That was funny. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's oh, right. Washasaurus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the actor, um, uh, Alan Tudyk, because mm. he played the robot in Rogue One, and he oh, also played with the toy okay. dinosaurs. Oh. Oh. Okay. Is that Here it? Go. I've got one more. Go on then. Inert feathery attachments to Boomer. Inert feathery attachments to Boomer. Yeah. Now Boomer, Boomer was is the name of the dog in Independence Day. No, is this about a Star Galactica reference? No, it could be the dog in Independence Day. Yeah. <laughs> How do you know what the dog in Independence Day Because when they were escaping from Boomer. the tunnel, she went, Boomer, come on! And but I don't did. remember the name of the dog. Well, I was worried about the dog. There was <laughs> fire was coming down the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> um, or is he referring to Linwood Boomer, who starred in Little House on the Prairie and also was responsible for Malcolm in the Middle? No. <laughs> <laughs> I've forgotten what the clues it's were some now. some weird freakazoid series that no one's ever heard of. Say it again. Uh, inert feathery attachment to Boomer. So it's wings. So a Boomer, is that a, that's a bomb with wings. This isn't... It sounds like something out of... the Raven, is it? No, no, It no, sounds no. like something out of Super Mario. <laughs> I'm thinking of a lure for the Raven uh. to come to. Is it a bomb with wings? No. No. Uh. Well, is it wings? I'm referring to the wings that it has. Yeah, yeah. inert. Mm. So, the wings are inert. So is it an ostrich? No, no, no. Don't think so. Anyway. Is it something that can't fly? Shouldn't be able to fly, but all of it, it can. Is it the wings of the polyactric Avatron from Pirate <laughs> Planet? No, I haven't listened to the audio. Yeah. <laughs> inert, feathery... And what's Boomer? Is Boomer a bomb? No, 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 no. Is Boomer a microphone? Nope. Boomer a name. refers to a person. Can we have another clue? Person who booms. <laughs> oh, it's Brian Blessed's wings from Flash Gordon. Yeah. Yes! <laughs> I don't know why I was pointing at my foot then. <laughs> oh, was, was it Prin- Prince Volton? Uh, yeah. Name? Yeah. <laughs> Fly, my wingman, fly! <laughs> oh, Lord. If you can think of a thing in five words that you... The head of Pertwee's gone. Dun, dun, dun! He's on the window. Oh, OK. Oh, while we're here... While we're here, oh. we'd better say a happy 10th anniversary to him. Yeah. Yes. Hello, oh, head of Pertwee! We'd like to say hello to other things, but none of them... Are. Oh, the hello, hello, Moomin. Yes, hello. Hello, spinning fan. Hello, lady who just walked past and looked in the room to see what we were doing. As I was saying, if, if, if you have a thing in five words you'd like to share with us and make us guess, you sadistic people, you can send it to show at staggeringstories.net. Dear listeners, you've been writing to us. Hey, thank, thank, you. You. Thank, you. Thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you from Cardiff. We've yeah. heard from Mr. M. Hello, Mr. M. The less awesome of email writing. Hello, team. I was on holiday last time, so now I have four, yes, four episodes to review. Oh, Get on with it. Yeah. Extremists. Yep. This was probably the best episode of the series so far. <laughs> it's the first time in this series we've had more of a complex episode instead of the more straightforward approach that has been in been the series intent thus far. And it was a welcome change. The story did a good job of handling a lot of elements and setting up the monks as a credible threat and to be honest I'd be surprised if anyone guessed the twist that none of this was real except of course some of it was the scenes with Missy and the Doctor were interesting adding some narrative progression to an episode which could otherwise be disregarded 
characters, adding nothing to the story. Yeah. Michelle Gomez has delivered a more subtle performance and one that makes me interested to see where this storyline is going. Also, as a side note, I was interested to find that people watched the opening scene and thought that they were trying to trick us into thinking the Doctor was going to be executed. I thought from the outset we were leading up to it being Missy. So much so, I even missed that we were even supposed to think for just one second that it was the Doctor. Really? Nine and a half out of ten. The pyramid at the end of the world. Well, this wasn't what I was expecting. (laughs) The monks, those powerful new villains who seem to spend most of their time standing around looking at CCTV cameras. Okay, unrealistic armies? Fine, okay, this was odd. It wasn't really bad, just not really good either. That simulation really helped with the monks' plan, though. Or not. Six out of ten. Lie of the Land. This was a story of two halves. A brilliant episode with interesting ideas, Pearl Mackie acting her metaphorical socks Mm. off, and Nardole being pretty awesome too. Has the Doctor gone evil? Is this going to be a brilliant episode? The start was intriguing and fascinating and had me on the edge of my seat. And then was there was the regeneration and it all went downhill. What was the point of the regeneration, really? Thank you. Bill shooting the Doctor was handled absolutely terribly. And the story basically unravels from there. There are so many plot holes that I'm sure will be picked up on. But the main problem I had is that the monks seem to have been completely diminished. Mm. These super-powered creatures who can restore someone's sight from the other side of the world can't stop a few people from breaking into their central complex seriously okay then they deserve to be beaten (laughs) the only saving grace of the episode past the regeneration point was missy i've always been a fan of this incarnation of the master but the little that we have seen so far has been quite frankly brilliant and i'm very excited to see where this is going the vault was quite roomy though wasn't it the first half was great the second not so this episode averaged out to a five out of ten with the missy stuff helping to lift it to six empress of mars this is interesting as it's a space historical <laughs> although I'm getting bored of Victorians really haven't we done that enough it's good to see the Ice Warriors again though and I feel they were better served than in Gattis's last outing the story strikes a nice balance between humour character moments plot development and has a good pace to it simple inoffensive storytelling my only real problem with the story was the odd disappearance mm. of the TARDIS which was I think not explained at all oh well seven and a half out of ten Sorry if I've rambled on for a while, but, well, it's too late now. (laughs) Mwahaha. Mr. M. P.S. I meant to send this on Monday, but now it's Friday. Gulp. P.P.S. I think I understand the secret of the monks. They were all part of a nefarious scheme orchestrated by none other than... El Presidente. I think the entire reason that the TARDIS disappeared was that when this story was written, Nardo wasn't actually no, a character. So this yeah. was the equivalent of twist your ankle and disappear and sit in a corner, get caught, get locked in a jail for <laughs> ages. This one's from Naya. It's been forever since I wrote, I know, but since you asked for an American input, no, I don't know of anyone who has said that Wonder Woman is insufficiently American. Like, y'all, everyone I know, has given it a rave review. On the other hand, that sounds exactly like the kind of complaint Fox News would bang on about five times a day. Probably. Yeah. I'm still making my mind up about this season of Doctor Who. I love the interplay between Peter and Pearl, 
but don't really see the point of Nardal. Plot-wise, they've been either brilliant or boring. Nothing run-of-the-mill. I'm not sure if that's good or bad. Sorry to be so boring, but at least for once, I'm not making you read War and Peace. <laughs> Naya. Thank, Thank you, Naya. Naya. We have another one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. From George Mathadian. Oh, wow. Oh, grief. Yeah. Still alive. Yeah. Dear team, you've all done very well. Oh, George Mathadian. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. P.S. The rent is due. Ah, Boom. no. P.P.S. I yeah. still hate Pizza Hut sauces. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah. a reference to your early episodes before I joined, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed the saucy bits. Oh. Right, we've heard from Sandro. Hello, Sandro. He says, hello, Stagoras. It's been good to send in feedback two episodes in a row. Mm. It's just like the good old days. Yeah. Back when we still had Clara as a companion. Yeah. We all thought that the trailers for Suicide Squad looked good. <laughs> I didn't have a job. There was heaps of free time. This whole growing up thing is weird, eh? (laughs) Oh, hey, speaking of the new job, just wanted to thank you guys, because if you hadn't done this podcast so well, I wouldn't have made that podcast with Reese, And then I wouldn't have started another podcast that turned into a community radio show that confirmed I wanted to do radio for the rest of my life, that then got me to actually start training in radio, that then got me a job at my dream radio station. Congratulations. Congratulations. So basically... Basically, I owe my career to you guys. <laughs> Thanks. I'll buy you all a drink when, and it is when, not if, I come to your side of the pond. Okay, Doctor Who. I've pinpointed the exact reason why I'm not as in love with this season as everyone else. Okay. It's because I hold Doctor Who high above literally every other TV show. It is the best show of all time. And with that, a part of me expects every episode to be fantastic. So when the show is just very good, not, oh yes, this is the best thing I've ever seen, it gets like a disappointing! So, with that weird and convoluted reasoning, this season is the best show on air. And I am loving it but not as much as the previous heights of the show, season five being the best. Yes. <laughs> Does that make sense? Honestly, this is just me trying to make sense of my weird opinions. Okay, on with the episodes. The Pyramid at the End of the World. This was fantastic. From start to finish, a complete blast. Probably doesn't reach the heights of Thin Ice, but I would definitely put it on a par, if not higher, than Extremists. Speaking of Extremists, did anyone notice that it was very similar to a James Brown-esque story, except it was good? <laughs> no, just me. Okay, never mind. And Pearl Mackey was wonderful in this episode. This one in particular really shows off who she is as a character. And it's not the typical Moffat companion. I think it helps to have Nardole there as a third wheel. He takes most of the Moffat character cliches into his character while leaving Asbill to be her own personality. I really Mm. hope she does stay on for the next season, or at least the Christmas special. It will be very hard to say goodbye to such a fantastic character after this short amount of time that we've had with her. Oh. The Lie of the Land. Oh, yeah. What a weird way to wrap the story up. Yeah. It was very good, don't get me wrong, but the episode didn't feel like the finale of this massive three-part storyline. No, not climatic. No. It felt like the first half of said finale for the first 35 minutes, then they quickly rushed to the ending in the final ten. But with those small negative points aside, another solid hit. Much like the previous one, this episode showcased performances above everything else. Pearl Mackey and Matt Lucas were brilliant as always. Peter Capaldi was simply outstanding, even in that, aha, I'm working with the monks now, fake-out scene, 
which was all we all kind of saw coming. But the conversation before the regeneration bit was fantastic, and of course Michelle Gomez was wonderful. I wouldn't say this episode was quite as good as the first two parts of this arc, but it was still very solid. All right, that's it for now. I might send in another line or two about the next two episodes, if you don't mind. No? Yeah. Keep up the fantastic podcast. Sandro! Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Any more feedback? No, but we have to say hello to someone. Oh, who's that? Whilst we were down in Cardiff Bay, <laughs> surrounded by all our listeners that came to greet us, <laughs> we had a very pleasant lunch with one of our listeners. We did. Yes. Yes. With a lad called Tony, Tony Wilton. Wilton. Or was it Milton? Ah, oh, geez, Milton. Tone, I'm sorry, I forgot. We were so busy trying to think Milton. of things that rhymed with your name <laughs> we actually <laughs> forgot what your name was. <laughs> I think it is Tony Milton. Hello, Hello Tony. Tony. And did you know your name rhymes with Stilton? Stilton. Quilton. Quilton. <laughs> Put your kilt on. <laughs> it was Tony. It wasn't Martin. Who's Martin? <laughs> Who the fuck's Martin? At least I remembered to say hello. <laughs> this is true. Hello, Tony. It was very, very good to meet you. It wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of our 10th anniversary podcast. So, never fear, back to normal service in the next one. More normal, fun frivolity and jollity. More news and reviews, more cool and new. So, until that... Anorexically awesome, Adulterated. (laughs) Asthmatic. Asthmatically. A forwards. To us, assembled. This is 10th anniversary Crumbly saying, be seeing you. Au revoir. Farewell. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, Series 1, Number 266, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fake Keith, Gene Riddler, The Real Keith Dunn and Scott Fuller, and Fake Crumby. The views expressed here are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the sites. No copyright infringement is intended, and this is a Fake Keith production for www.staggeringstories.net. has changed a lot over the years well, hasn't she's it? She's a bit yeah. older now isn't yeah. she? And, um, I think I would just like to point out after, after spending the American hotel and the interconnecting rooms I have to point out that Crumbly doesn't snore he barks. He barks in his sleep. Does that was a weird noise? It woke us all up. Yes. We, we thought someone was breaking in, or had broken in, and was sexually abusing him. <laughs> I still slept through it. You did. You did. Yes. Yeah. Have you You're had, deaf. Yeah. Have you had the sonar? He sounds like a sonar. Some noise. <laughs> it, it is bizarre. Beep. Yeah. Beep. I thought. Beep. <laughs>
That's a oh. Christmas song. <laughs> I was just going to say, it's not Christmas. It's not even in July. The, in actually. the deep midsummer. <laughs> no. Snow on snow in the midsummer. <laughs> 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 if this is an outtake, oh no, I laugh. No one will have that any idea. That is frightening. That does. Here's Johnny. <laughs> Quick, get the lard out. Yep, yep. Jane, I'd like to say I didn't film you when you were asleep on that moomin, but we both know it's a lie.